Welcome to Courageously Casey. I am your host, Casey Russell, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is to share my story for His glory, and my prayer is that God will utilize me to speak to your heart and mind so that you too are able to confidently and courageously go after your God-sized dreams. Let's get right to it. Hey, hey, y'all. I'm back. And this episode, I think, is going to be, man, maybe a toe cruncher for some, maybe a heart piercer for others, maybe like a hallelujah, I'm not there anymore for for a lot of you. And maybe it's just going to think, make everybody think. So when I say the term people pleaser, what do you think of? Do you think of yourself? Does somebody in your family or friends come to mind? Do you call yourself like a recovering people pleaser? You know, this term has come up a lot over the past few years, and especially in the past like few months, because as a Christian mentor, I talk to clients literally every single day. And they have all these mental blocks. And one of the biggest things that I hear is that, man, I'm just a people pleaser. And so I want to take a deep dive into this today on today's podcast to kind of shed some light on it. Um, So I hope that all of you are familiar with Lisa Turkhurst. I think that she's an amazing author and speaker and just woman. Um, she One of the things that I really admire about Lisa is that she has been transparent. Um, you know, I think that when ever your life is on this platform or stage or, you know, hot book is being sold and you're at the top list of the books and all that, I mean, your life kind of becomes exposed. And we see this all the time with people that have this kind of stature or place in this world where Um, They can try to make everything look perfect. But one of the things that I love about Lisa Turkers is that through her, some of the biggest storms in her life, she's been very open about them. Um, And and the reason why she's been open about them is because she's allowed God to bring her through them. Right. And so she's gotten to be an example. So anyways, um, Lisa Turkers has a book called The Best Yes. It's called The Best Yes, Making Wise Decisions in the Midst of Endless Demands. And so um, this is a book that I've read, you know, through a couple times over the years. If you've never read it, I think it's a really, really good one, Um, especially if you're a woman, because so many women are constantly stressed out, overwhelmed um, because they're they're people pleasers. They, they're a yes person. They say yes to literally every single thing without hesitation. They never think of it as, does this serve who I am to the Lord? Does this serve who I am to my spouse? Does this serve who I am to my children? Does this, does this serve me and, and what sets my soul on fire? Um, and so I'm going to give you some thoughts on this, um, One of the quotes from her book says, we must not confuse the command to love with the disease to please. I'm going to read that again. We must not confuse the command to love with the the disease 
to please. And so that's like about being people pleasers. So just kind of go through this for a minute. Like, have you ever thought, okay, somebody asked you to do something and in your gut, in your heart, you know that you really don't want to do it. You just don't. And I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm just lazy or I'm tired or I've had a bad day. That's not it. You guys get this, right? Like somebody's come and asked you something and you know that that's just, it's not a fit for you. But in a fear to hurt feelings or in a fear to have a disagreement or a rejection or anything like that, we say yes. We say yes because we don't want confrontation. We don't want to have to air quote deal with it. We'll just say yes. We'll just add it to our plate. We'll just, well, if I don't do it, who else is going to do it? Well, they don't know what they're doing, so I better do it. You know what I mean? And so what that is, is it's a, it's a disease to please because we have given ourselves this plague of a lot of different things. Number one, not setting clear boundaries on your capacity, not even about setting boundaries for other people, for setting boundaries for yourself. At what point are you no longer your best, your best self because you've overdone your boundaries? So what do those look like? So we've kind of given ourselves a sickness, this disease to please by overstepping those boundaries for ourselves often. And we say yes. Another thing is that we've put these expectations on relationships, whether it be our spouse, our children, our family members, our friendships, our coworkers, and um, whatever it is, we've put this false expectation that if I don't say yes, they're not going to receive me well, which is a lie. And if it is that way, that's a whole different podcast for a whole different day. But we kind of put this false thing out there that they may think of us less than, or they may react poorly, or they may not love us as much if we say no, right? In Galatians 1.10, the Bible says, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. You guys, the Bible is clearly telling us that we cannot do two at one time. We cannot simultaneously be a God pleaser and a people pleaser. And so when I see this, because I am what I call a recovering people pleaser, when you've done this for years, um, it's hard to break this cycle, but it can be broken through Jesus Christ, right? We know that. Um, I was a codependent for a long time. If you've never searched or researched being a codependent, I would highly research that. So this is somebody that has like an attachment syndrome where they feel like they have to be attached to have love or they're codependent on others for their worthiness or um, fulfillment. And so that was me for years, probably all throughout my high school, definitely through college. I would attach myself to men um, to, and I was codependent on them. And when I didn't have that, I would feel less than. And so I was a people pleaser. I would always say yes, 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 because I did not want to have that rejection, that fear of rejection. And so at that time in my life, I definitely wasn't pleasing God because I was more worried about the approval of man. So I want you to 
read Galatians 1.10 and I want you to search your heart and I want you to say, in my life, in my day to day, am I seeking the approval of man? Do I care more about what the world thinks of me or am I worried about what God is going to say of me? Am I trying to please man and be a servant of him, of this thing in life, of these people in life, or am I a servant of God? And now we know that we are called um, to serve others, okay? So this can be really confusing, I feel like, and that's one of the reasons why I'm going to do this podcast, right? So um, another thing that Lisa Turker says in her book is the one who obeys God's direction, or excuse me, the one who obeys God's instruction for today will develop a keen awareness of his direction for tomorrow. I'm going to read that again. The one who obeys God's instruction for today will develop a keen awareness of his direction for tomorrow. So basically what she's saying there is if every single day, let's just say today that you wake up and you go, okay, God, I want to obey your commands. I want to live for you. I want to please you. When I get to the end all, I want you to say, well done. And so Lord, I am not walking in today with pleasing people. I want to please you. And so give me that instruction. I've said this before on my social media, like, When you have your quiet time with the Lord in the morning, that's like meeting with your boss for the day. That's like the man upstairs, you know, that is the the man in charge that you're like, okay, give me my instruction for the day. Okay, got it. Take your list, walk out the office. Got it. And now I have a sense of direction, right? We do this. We do this with our occupations, with our careers, with our jobs. We do this with our employees. We give them an instruction. We meet with them just as we are to meet with our father, right? And then and then we give instruction, just as he gives us instruction through his word, through his teaching, through the Holy Spirit. And then guess what? We go on our merry way because we have a sense of direction, which is what God gives us. Because now we've met with him. He's given us our instruction. Boom. Now we're aware of it and we have our direction. But when we're in the midst of this people-pleasing cycle of chaos, we're not doing that. We're constantly going, okay, who needs me here? And who needs me here? And then you're like, stretch Armstrong at all the places and all the things. And let me just tell you guys, in all love, you're not doing it well. If this is you, if you're stretched in 5 million directions, sister, stop. Because you're not doing it well. You're not doing it well. And I mean that in the nicest way possible because I know you because I have been you. And I know that you want to show up in your highest capacity. And I know that you want to do a good job. I know that you want to be able to do this well and that well and this well and that well. That's just not possible. One human being cannot be the end all. And if you could be the end all, then we wouldn't need Jesus. But because we aren't and we can't be the end all that's why we have him but we have to live his ways you know what i mean um whenever you say less to whenever you say yes to something excuse me there is less of you for something else 
Whenever you say yes to something, that means that there's less of you for something else. So let's just say that we have a pie chart, right? Or we just have a piece of pie. It doesn't matter. And let's say that, um, you know, percentage goes to the Lord, percentage goes to your spouse, percentage goes to your children, percentage goes to your career, percentage goes to your hobbies, okay? And I do pray that that is the priority of your life. I do pray that you have this hierarchy of, of priorities because if you don't, that's probably the first thing that you need to align to get out of this people-pleasing thing, okay? So, we know God, spouse, if you have one, children, if you have them, career, hobbies, okay? That's kind of how this thing goes. And so, if, let's say, and I'll just give you a real-life example, you guys. So, here I am, serving the Lord, doing some ministry work, being a wife um, to my husband, Colton, being a mama of three children and being an entrepreneur. And some of our businesses are out there on the world and people see them. And then we have other businesses that are not in the world and people don't see them. Um, Colton and I have about seven or eight different businesses at any one time going. And so let's just say uh, that, yes, we have a lot of irons in the fire um, when we account for spending time with the Lord and doing his, his ways and his will and being a wife and a spouse and a mother and also a career woman. Okay. So like I have all these things and then hobbies, which um, I'm working on <laughs> because I will tell y'all that my career, my work in life, my jobs, the, these they set me on fire. I have chosen careers and um, businesses that I love. Like, I love them. Um, are they hard work some days? Yes. Am I recording this podcast right now at almost 10 o'clock at night? Yes. Am I sad about it? No. All of my family is asleep, and this is what the, this is what the Lord told me to do, and so I'm being obedient, and I'm okay with it. Um, but my hobbies are something that sometimes I forget to do because I really enjoy working. And I really enjoy my family and I love to spend time with the Lord. And so hobbies is something that I'm having to work on, but it's something that has to be accounted for. And so where I'm going with this is that if I have all of these things in my pie, there's really only probably a sliver left for me to say yes to other people. Okay. Now I'm obviously saying yes to the Lord to my husband and his needs, to my three children and their needs, which are all different because they're all different ages. Um, and then obviously in my businesses, I have to say yes to people um, on both ends of serving people and also um, leading people with employees or whatnot. So if my pizza pie has only got that sliver yes or left to say yes, I have to be very intentional of what I'm saying yes to, or else I'm going to give up some of that pie of the other things, which is not okay with me. I'm not willing to sacrifice my husband or the, my time with the Lord or my children or my businesses thriving, just not. So this kind of has been something that I've been working on and used to, I would just say yes. 
So I'm going to give you this example. I just kind of, that was a long end to get right here. Sorry, you guys. Anyways, so Lincoln, um, got my oldest daughter, Lincoln, she goes to a private Christian academy that we absolutely love and thank Jesus for every single day. I want to tell you guys that if you are not an advocate for your children in the school system, whether you go to public school, private school, or you homeschool, I want you to really pray that Jesus start working on your heart, that he would um, reveal to you how that looks for you and your family, because um, he has made a way for us in this private Christian school has been amazing. So anyways, she goes to the school and my sweet friend um, in the town, she asked me if I wanted to be a part of more or less the PTA. Okay. And my first reaction was like, oh, yes, yes, I'm being included. I am seen. I'm the new girl in town. And they want me to be a part of the PTA. Okay. Like really, that's what my heart was saying. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I was like this giddy little girl. And I was like, this is going to be great. I can take cupcakes and I'm, I'm going to be the school mom and I'm going to be the room mom. And I'm going to be so amazing. It's going to be great. And then I took a deep breath and I took a step back and I told her that I have to think about it, which that was not my gut. That was not my gut reaction. The people pleaser within me wanted to just say yes, just oh, yes, I'm all in. But here's what I did instead. I thought about it. I prayed about it. And I was like, okay, God, I'm so thankful for this school. I am thankful for this community. I do want to serve. I do want to serve because we are a small private Christian school. And so it's all hands on deck. Right. Um, and because of my businesses and because of my career, I do get to choose how I spend my time every single day. I don't have to clock in in a nine to five. I can choose how I spend my time. So I was like, okay, I want to serve in this area. However, I want to be very transparent. And so this is what this looked like for me. I text my friend back and I said, yes, I want to be a part of it. I just want you to know that I am not your girl for um, leading things. I'm a, I am a leader, but in this capacity, I just didn't have the room to say yes for this. So, so um, creating things like fundraisers, like fun things for the teachers. I'm not the one that wants to come up with those things. That is not me. I am also not the one that's going to do an Excel sheet or anything organizing or anything like that. That is not me. I am, however, your girl, if you need cookies delivered to the school, if you need somebody to drive for a field trip, if you need a chaperone, if you need a donation, if you need a post on Facebook or Instagram or sharing stuff like that, if you need to sell some raffle tickets, I am your girl. I am your girl if you want me to be an advocate for the school. Yes, I am your girl for that. And you know what she said? She said, I love that you know those boundaries about yourself. That's what she said. I have the text. And so I want you, I'm going to give you this quote from Lisa's book. It says, find the courageous yes. Fight for that confident no. She also says like this. Um, hold on, where did it go? Okay, it says, like a tree, a woman can't carry the weight of two seasons simultaneously. In a violent struggle of trying, she'll miss every bit of joy each season promises to bring. Oh, 
That's like that Stretch Armstrong, you guys. That's like you cannot carry the weight of two seasons in your life simultaneously. Because if you do, you're going to miss all the joy in where you're at. And so for me, in this example that I just give, just gave, here I am. I'm the new girl in town. I'm so excited. I want to be involved. I want to be included. I want to be the yes girl. I want to be the one that shows up to everything. That's that's that season that I want to be in. But the season that I'm actually in is raising small, small children, tiny little children. When she asked me this, my son was like six months old, right? I was breastfeeding full time, um, building businesses from the ground floor up, doing a lot of things on the back end of businesses that nobody could see and um, traveling a lot. And so that's the actual season that I was in and that actually I still am in. And so instead of me saying yes and being in that, like Lisa Turker says, that violent struggle of trying and missing every bit of the joy of the season that I am in, I said the confident no. Like, no. No. Wisdom makes decisions today that will still be good tomorrow, you guys. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work heartedly. As for the Lord and for not men. As for the Lord. You guys, if you are working every single day and you're like in a, I have to do this type thing. Okay. And caveat here. Like you guys, you have to do laundry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> but just do it for the Lord. Okay. Um, but you know what I mean? Like whatever you're doing. If you're like, Ugh, I have to do this. I have to do that. Oh, I have to say yes to her. Or they're going to be mad at me if I don't do that. Or, oh, I have to host this for this because if, they, if I don't, who's going to do it? Or, oh, I better. You are, you are in this people-pleasing cycle and you're doing it for men. In the same instance, if there's something that the Lord's really stirring up in you and you're not doing it, listen here. This is big. Don't miss this. The examples that I've been giving up until now have been that you are doing something because of fear of man or fear of people pleasing. Okay. But the example that I'm about to give is going to be the opposite, which is still people pleasing. Are you being stirred in your spirit to do something and you're being disobedient to the Lord because of fear of man, because of people pleasing? Which one are you? Is there something that he's saying, do that thing, start that business, Call that person, step out in the water, and you're going, ah, no, my friend's already doing that. I don't, I better not do that. What will she think of me? Oh, my family snickers at that idea. I better not do that. Which one are you? Because that's, that is pleasing man instead of pleasing the Lord. Proverbs 29, 25 says, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Can you just see God wrapping his arms around you and saying, hey, trust me, please me, show me who you are, show up to me, and guess what? You'll be safe. Guess what? I've got you, girl. I know. I know your path. I know where you're supposed to be. And it's not people pleasing. It is not 
people pleasing. Proverbs 16, 7 also says this, when a man's ways please the Lord, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Did you get that? It's saying when you please the Lord with your life, when you say every single day that you you have that commitment, remember you have that uh, meeting in the mornings with Jesus and he gives you the instruction, right? And so then you have the direction and so then you walk it out and so you're pleasing the Lord. Even your enemies will be at peace with you because the Bible says that. So we know that that's true. Even your enemies, because they won't be disgruntled with you if you have to say no. They won't be disgruntled with you if you say, hey, that that's just not serving me right now. Or guess what? That's not a season that I'm able to have the capacity to serve in that. And I've got to stay in my season right now. They will be at peace with you. There will be no wrath, the wrath because you're pleasing God. Friend, I want to encourage you today. Every single day when you're making a decision and we make, I think, I can't remember the, uh, I should have looked this up before I did this podcast, but we make like 30,000 decisions or more a day, both consciously and subconsciously every single day. I mean, that's wild, right? Um, so when you're making those decisions, just kind of ask yourself or say it out loud. Does this please Jesus? Is this pleasing God? Is this, is this what he has for me? Pray about it. Pray about it. If you're, if you're at a unrest in it and you don't know, just like I wasn't when my friend asked me to be a part of the PTA, say, Hey, I'll get back with you. There's nothing wrong with that. Or, Hey, I'm going to pray about that. And I'll let you know. Just two weeks ago, another friend of mine asked me to serve on a board in town. And I was like, me, me. She goes, yeah, I'll send you the information. I go, okay, I'll look it over. I didn't say, sign me up, sister. No, I put the boundary. There's no expectation of me saying yes. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to see if in this season it's going to bring joy or if it's going to bring um, a disruption to peace and what God has for me. You guys, <laughs> we have to know that our decisions matter and God's given us the wisdom and the discernment to make the correct decisions and to give that best yes. Okay. The decisions you make determine the schedule you keep. That's what Lisa Turkers book said. This is another quote. The decisions you make determine the schedule you keep. The schedule you keep determines the life you live. And how you live your life determines the rest. Think about that. Stretch Armstrong, sister. What kind of life are you living? Where are the people in your life that you really want to serve and show up for? Are they getting your breadcrumbs? Are they getting your best? Are they getting the last, the last of you? Or are they getting the best of you? Is Jesus getting the last of you? I mean, y'all, we cannot be called. We cannot call ourselves God pleasers, Jesus pleasers, active, loving Christians. If he is always getting the bitter end of us. I mean, it just doesn't even that doesn't even work, right? I'm going to pray us out. And if this touches your heart, please reply to me. Send me an email. You can go and submit one on caseygrandrussell.com. You can send one on me, send one to me on my Facebook or my Instagram. 
If you want to um, share this podcast into your stories, you can easily do that by clicking and putting share and it will go right into your Facebook or your Instagram stories. Tag me if you do. I believe that we are in a generation of people pleasers and we've got to change our focus to being God pleasers. We have to change our focus to being God pleasers for ourselves, for the generations to come, and just just for everybody around us. But it starts with us. It starts with you. So I'm going to pray us out. Father God, thank you. Thank you for revealing this word to me. Thank you for Lisa Turkers and her obedience to write this book, The Best Yes, and that it resonated with me. God, I thank you for the listener. If they've struggled with people pleasing, if they're currently struggling with people pleasing, if they are struggling with setting boundaries, um, appropriate boundaries for themselves, Lord, that they would have the courage, God, that they would dig deep into your word, Lord, that they would um, be a people that pleases you over all else, that they please you over all else, Lord, that when they wake up in the morning, when they go to sleep at night, they can say, God, today's your day. God, today was your day. And I want to please you. Set my feet on a path that pleases you. Open my lips and, and let my mouth speak words that please you. Use my hands to please you. Lord, let me say things of yes when it's a yes. And let me say the word no when it's a no. God, give, give this listener the courage and the confidence to use the word no when they need to. God, that it wouldn't be done in anger or in spite, but Lord, that it would be done in joy for the season that they're in so that they can make margin and room to soak up where you've got them, God. So Lord, we love you and we praise you and we honor you and we thank you, Lord, for this truth that you give us. Amen. Hey friend, I pray that this podcast resonated with you today. If it did, would you please do me a favor? Take three minutes and give me a review. Five star is obviously the best. And in the comments, write how God spoke to you today. Also, if you are not already, please, please, please follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at Casey Graham Russell all together. I would love to connect with you over there. And if you haven't checked out my website, CaseyGrahamRussell.com. We are constantly updating things. I'm sending out emails and just trying my best to give you guys more tools to live out your God-sized dreams. Until next time, God bless. And hey, guess what? I love you, but Jesus loves you so much more.